Casual, the gaming podcast where we talk about games casually. I'm your host, Edge, and I'm joined by my co-host, Lightsaber Ninja. A.K.A. King Kegel. And Control Freak. Howdy, folks. And Twilight. Hello. And we're here to talk about games and stuff. Also, just quick apology to anybody who listened to last week's episode when it came out, and uh, for some weird reason, the audio didn't render. So, had to resubmit that. All the shame. That's good. It has audio now. (laughs) Yes, much shame. I should have checked that. But I didn't. So, that's on me. Also, it's, as of this recording day, it's a very historic day for Halo fans. Because for the first time, pretty much all the Halo games, save for Halo 5, are uh, are on PC. And Halo 5 is kind of on PC. There's like a Forge custom game mode you can download. But there's no matchmaking and no campaign. So that's why it's only like... Wait, so you can can fuck around in the Forge. And that's it. And play custom games. But you can't matchmake those custom games like you can with others. Nope. That's why it's only like an eighth on PC. But it is technically on PC, but... Yeah, all the mainline Halo stories are on PC as of today. Recording day. Yay. Also, happy 19th birthday, Halo franchise. I know that was yesterday, but still. Shame. I want somebody to schedule an interview with Peter Moore um and then ask to see his tattoos. Why? Does he have Halo tattoos? Yeah, he used to work for Xbox. He was like the Xbox guy. And for the launch of Halo 2, uh, he rolled up his sleeve at E3 and had the logo, the Halo 2, the 2. Um, and then underneath it, the release date, and that's how they revealed the November release date of Halo 2. And then they pulled the same gimmick with the other arm uh, for Halo 3. Oh, yeah. I have an image of it right here. He does know so, that tattoos are forever, right? That's what I'm they saying. They never do. <laughs> say, hey, show me those Halo tattoos that you definitely got. I mean, he may not regret them. Like, Yeah. Probably I mean, the that's highlight kind of his of a, career. Yeah, that's kind of a pivotal moment. Are y'all fucking... Halo... No. They're not real tattoos. Are we sure about that? I mean, they might be. The PR guy for Microsoft at E3, he's pulling a stunt. Are you serious? (laughs) You never know. People have done dumber things. Okay, so I say there's no way in hell that those were ever real. And that's why I'm saying, since nobody's ever followed up, I want somebody to go do an interview with him and ask to see him. I mean, okay, but until that happens, I'll I'll believe he has them. I'm gonna I'm gonna just be honest here. That's not even the dumbest PR stunt a company's done. Well, like, considering what some companies have done and screwed themselves over with for their PR groups, let's. It's, I, it's not really I, a dumb stunt at all. Like some people may roll their eyes, but the Halo fans lost their fucking mind. I mean, with good reason. And especially That's like fucking you're talking- awesome talking 2007 and 2004 at an era where the vast majority of gamers were jaded and we were going through our it's real media phase fighting against the jack thompson's and all that shit 
Oh, God. Jack fucking Thompson. Oh, yeah. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. No, but have you heard what the Turok developers did? (laughs) Which time? Uh, The newest one, I think. Don't think I have. Basically, they offered like $10,000 to anyone who would name their baby Turok or something. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there are dumber named babies. That's is there one called Dovkin? Fair. That's not even the dumbest I'd have ever heard of. Yeah. <laughs> and and some of the, the dumbest names I've ever heard of didn't even require a contest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like some people just name their kids that. <laughs> Wasn't there someone that made... named their kid uh, hashtag? Yes. Which is technically an octothorpe. Or pound sign, or whatever generation you're from. I don't know anyone who knows it as an octothorpe. I'm so happy to have heard it as an octothorpe. <laughs> I knew pound sign, but I always wanted the name. Yeah, the the actual name of that symbol is octothorpe. Huh. I used to know the at symbol, too. That one I don't know. Not two. I did not know the pound sign until right now. Yeah. And that is your uh, that is your language lesson of the day. Welcome to English Casual, where we talk casually about casual talking. <laughs> Even though that's not casual talking at all, because I've never heard it called an octothorpe ever. Oh, he whipped it out pretty casually. He that's true. I'm always casual when I whip it out. <laughs> It's oh, oh god! <laughs> this is the quality of my friends. Yeah, I just heard our. Okay, the episode's not even out yet, and I just heard our audience groan. <laughs> Look, that was a softballed opportunity. Of course, I'm gonna goddamn take it. Uh, I mean, you took you took cool. it and you batted it out of the park. It's just we're all kind of disappointed in you. <laughs> Just oh, like the dad. <laughs> oh god. God. <laughs> All the disappointment. Oh, you know I'm going to have to call the episode Octothorpe now, right? Yeah. I'd be disappointed if you didn't. Good. Oh god. All right. Let let's uh what's everybody been playing this week? Oh, we're not going to keep talking about English? No. Oh. <laughs> No, we aren't. I guess that's fine. I don't have any other weird big words I can throw at you. Can we yeah, keep I'm in English? I mean, we will continue to talk in English, mostly because I have forgotten all of the Spanish I ever learned. Yeah, and I can't remember any Farsi. Yeah. Actually, I can remember, like, two phrases. But they don't really come to mind. Although I do yeah. remember, doesn't come to mind. I speak fluent Navi. Bayadamad. It literally means does not come to mind. Huh. Yeah. There's your uh, there's your other language of the week. Yeah. Yeah. I need to actually find my old books. I've got like <laughs> I've got know. twenty different books about the Farsi language that I I could read and keep trying to learn the damn language. It's a fun language to learn, but God. You know what's not a fun language to learn? Gaelic. 
Yeah, cool. Languages are great. Anyway, have you continued playing Assassin's Creed at all, or is it just? Been... <laughs> I think that's uh, why I mentioned Gaelic. No, no? what? Like Irish fetish? Nah. No, I I haven't played much more of Assassin's Creed since last week. Oh. I've been back to uh, just being. He's been rimming that elbow Halo. deep in Halo. Yeah. Okay. Um, I did. I did play one new thing, but it's also a first-person shooter, not an epic saga about Vikings. But I'll be playing more Assassin's Creed. Probably have more updates next week. Someday. Still love it. Someday. Still great. Well, you can't say that if you haven't played it. <laughs> I mean, I, I he, did play like another of it. Yeah, I yeah, said I put put a little bit more time into it. You can't. Pretend I, that you're I, updating us. I still like it. The bits I, that I haven't done yet. I I mean, I do still like it. I'm sure you do. I'm oh just my God. For the Children. But the only other thing I really played that was new this week was the new Call of Duty. Call of Duty dudes. And I'll be honest, it's probably one of my favorite Call of Duties to release since like Black Ops 2. Thank you, Triarch, for doing a good job. Yeah. And Raven Studio. Gotta give them a shout out too. Raven Software, sorry. But yeah, no, it feels like an old school Call of Duty and it's still fun, still a quick scope fest, which we kind of had a discussion on stream about how to fix quick scoping. And it was either Basically, make the scope function as a stun grenade if you try to quick scope, so your character knocks their fucking eyeball out, or controls much more gameplay intuitive solution. Where Which was just it, it takes time to actually pull up the scope, and you are horribly inaccurate until you get a moment to steady your aim, because otherwise, I'm sorry, you cannot pull a sniper rifle up to your shoulder to your eye in less than a second, and take a shot accurately. Suck nope. a dick. You quick Skype... You quick sniping... You quick... <laughs> quick quick <Skype>. Skyping. <laughs> Do we have a soundbite for the Skype phone call thing? Because that would no. be funny. We're not the discount podcast. We don't have a soundboard. Eh, that's reasonable. <laughs> but yeah, no. We're better it, yeah. than that. Yeah, I, I, I do wish they would legitimately try to get rid of quick sniping. Yeah. I mean, we we all do. Because the people who do it are are insufferable. Yeah. I won't deny think it's a skill in the game. It, it definitely is because it's a capability. But it is the worst thing that they've had in it. Well, that's the problem. They they get good at quick scoping just so they can make quick scoping montages for YouTube. That's it. Yeah. They don't actually add anything to playing the game because they're not playing the freaking objective. I mean, Unless that's like 90% Team Slayer. of the players. That's fair. This isn't Battlefield. People don't play the objective. People don't play the objective in Battlefield. No, they don't. You're right. <laughs> Why don't people play objectives? <laughs> but my KD is going to suffer. Why do you queue for objective game modes if you're not going to play the objective? Because it takes too long to queue for uh, TDM. 
Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. AK forty seven's still broken. Thing hits like a truck. Yeah, and it's still got pretty damn decent range. You're right. Yup. It it is a broken gun. As is the MP five. I don't think any Call of Duty dev will ever figure out how to not break the AK or the MP five. You either like have they're a bullet both just you have a bullet hose or a punch matic Yup. Weird, weird thing they did with this one, though. They made shotguns secondary weapons instead of a primary. Like, Which they're not terrible, as terrible, but at the same time, turning the corner on a dude that just tried to snipe you and getting a face full of pellets. Yeah, ouch. no, that's that's not good. To be fair, though, it does seem like they made the shotguns weaker. A little bit. Uh, I think they've cut down their range is what they did. Yeah, th- that's fair, because I had that one just one-shot double kill yeah. on the Miami map. Yeah, so I think that they cut down their range, but they've they've definitely still got their punch. Yeah, but you have to be, like, touching somebody for it to work. <laughs> but yeah, that that's all I got. Uh, Light, you want to go next? Oh, I haven't, I haven't really been playing much. Uh... Did you kill us? Did you play any more... Oregon Trail? Yeah, I had to start a new game on that one, and so I don't know. I'm too early in on it. Everybody's doing fine so far. You broke your leg. Yeah, that sounds... In the car, I assume? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Literally at the stop right before we reached Civilization. So, like... That sounds like something I'd do. And I raised everybody's rations at the town before, so, like... Nobody had any lost health. Like, we made it all the way to the town, and right before we got there, you broke your leg. Good job, Look, guy. I'm not saying it doesn't sound like me, but it it does. Oh, yeah. Um, um, And then beyond that, I've been watching and re-watching uh, every new episode of Mandalorian. Nice. I gotta go back and re-watch season one. Yeah, I feel like that's an easy one to to mention in this section, given that it is basically a video game. Yeah. Also, we got a, well, spoilers for last week's episode of The Mandalorian. Uh-oh. A certain character shows up from the Clone Wars series. Are we going to discuss the boob armor fiasco? What? Wait, there's a boob armor fiasco? Basically saying, is it dangerous or is it sexist or is it even possible? Yeah, there, there's this whole thing on, like, Twitter and a bunch of other things that got angry about the female Mandalorian having formed body armor. Oh, I haven't seen anything like that. Oh, I've been yeah. seeing it all over the place. Yep. I'm sorry. I just saw one video where some guy was saying that, yes, you can have female uh, armor that includes the breast. It's not yeah. very practical, but it's not sexist either. I don't know, the one I watched, uh, slightly heavier set dude, wears glasses. He's done a bunch of, like, armor videos. And he's sitting there, he's like, no. It's 100% practical, and it 100% makes sense. Because guess what? Female anatomy is different than male anatomy. If you have boobs, you're going to want armor that fits it. (laughs) Plus, I wouldn't really call this form-fitted. I would just say the chest is kind of bowed out a little bit. 
Yeah, I be form fitted. She she I has mean, breasts like, not... formed to support that, compared to yeah. the male Mandalorian armor, which is flat to fit against the pectorals. Yeah, we are we are going to get flack for this. No, eh. we're not. Anyway, Honestly, not if this is what they're flagging us for, that's probably a win. What'd you say, Light? Oh, I was just saying, you're not wrong in your argument. I just haven't seen anybody be dumb about it. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't seen that either. either, so. I'm not saying it's not happening. I'm just, I haven't seen it, so. No, and right. it, it, it would be dumb. Yeah. I'm very glad I haven't seen it. <laughs> People will argue about anything, though. Yeah, like oh, I, I said, if this is what we're they're arguing with us about, that's probably a good thing. I mean, we'll just we'll just school them in armor, I guess. <laughs> or we just ignore them outright because or and people argue that, about right. something like that. And people that are arguing that the show is sexist. One of the hosts is indeed a woman. Yeah. So all you pussies, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. Oh, God. <sighs> oh, my God. All right. Well... <laughs> Control, sure. you want to go next? Um, so I haven't played too much new stuff. I played the new Call of Duty. I uh, I, con I conquered the campaign. I like it. It's definitely a... a uh, it has a Black Ops feel to the campaign because 90% of it at the start is fairly straightforward. Like, oh yeah, that all makes sense. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then you get to the last like third or last quarter of it and you're like, Wait a second. What the fuck just happened? Yeah. Everything's but gone screwy. They did a good job with it. I do think the ending is not necessarily rage inducing, but you're you are definitely left with kind of a what the fuck kind of feeling. Still, I I, I give it a thumbs up. I liked it. It was enjoyable to play through. Isn't it also, like, really uh, short? Yeah, it is kind of short. There's, like, eight missions. Nine, maybe. Yeah, I was seeing people saying that it's like, oh, I, I completed in, it's like, It's definitely half not a half-hour short. Or not, yeah. sorry, uh, four and a half hours. I don't know how the hell yeah, I four and a half four hours. That. I, could, I could definitely see that, depending on the difficulty you select. Um, and then there's the zombie mode. Which I have enjoyed. Game took a half hour to complete. It's not even worth the money to buy. Pretty much, um, but no, the zom the zombie mode is a lot of fun to play through. Uh, I've gotten the hidden weapon. I've gotten one of the Easter eggs, and I was working towards the boss, but I never managed to get to it because I make dumb decisions at very important times. And no, really, shush. Um, but no, it's, it is fun. It, I like the changes that they've made, like the, uh, the addition of having like your own custom loadout for the start. So you don't just start it with a pistol. You can start it with literally any gun you want. Um, the upgrade system. So you can actually, like, if you have a preferred weapon that you like, you can upgrade your proficiency with that, that type of weapon. So SMGs, shotguns, rifles, tactical rifles, launchers. Like you, you can change, you can upgrade those. Uh, your core abilities, the uh, 
not the pack of punches, but the uh, the drinks, your perks. You can upgrade those. So I like I like that factor about it. A lot of fun to play, mm-hmm. but uh, outside of that, I've kind of been jumping around all over the place. I know Bloodstained added another DLC to their thing. Like they they keep adding new stuff. They've got boss rush rush mode that I forgot they had released. They've got the randomizer mode, which takes some getting used to, depending on what options you go through. Because initially I thought it was like, oh yeah, it randomizes what enemies are in what locations. No, you can randomize what do enemies drop in terms of their items or shards. So if you're going through a place and it's like, oh yeah, this enemy drops this shard. No, no, you get something completely different. I got a random boss shard from like a little one hit peon enemy. I was like, wait, what? So it's, I'm having fun with it. And I actually, I need to hop back into that and see how fast I can play through the whole campaign for it. Um, And then they added a new character that you can play as as well. Because initially they added Zangetsu the Samurai, and now they've added one of the bosses who's a vampire. So I haven't tried that mode yet. I should. Yeah, I might do that next week. Hmm. Other than that, yeah. Do it. Um, I've been playing some more Destiny 2. The new expansion came out. So they've got the new campaign with the new superpowers based on the darkness and ice. I think I talked about that previously. Um, But this week, after the update, they have officially launched the, uh, the new season, which is the season of the hunt. Um, One of the biggest notes for said season is that the prince from the initial DLC, who everyone hates because he's the reason Cade died, is back. And it was was teased in the trailer that he was coming back, and he comes back in a semi-grand fashion. So I am curious to see how that story plays out. And it, admittedly enough, is enough to get me back into Destiny 2, at least for another month. There you go. I'll probably pick up pick that up at some point just to play through I mean, the new story. Toss me an invite or a message and I will join you. And make all challenges pretty okay. much irrelevant. I just I need to pick up I need to <laughs> that's Look, I, I have my specific skill um, set in PvE games is it. <laughs> Doesn't make it any less true. Which is fine. And sometimes I drag you into PvP, and you also have a skill set in there that shows yeah, that's right. that's 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 that 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 one's fifty fifty. I have my good and my bad, but when I'm good, it's good. That one's the one you had to drag out of him kicking and screaming. Yeah, <laughs> I won't deny that one. <laughs> Look, I know what I'm about. I know what it what I get like. Yes, hmm. and this is why we're able to teach you about it successfully. Yep. It's true. But yeah, aside from that, there's a couple other games I need to get back into. 
uh warframe announced their new prime frame it's officially released and it's neja so i need to go farm him up uh oh i'm not sure if you saw because you did pick up the game I, I don't know if you beat it i know i didn't but in dbz kakarot there's been two recent dlcs oh fuck yeah up. resurrection um, yep resurrection f officially launched today and yep, the yep. one before it was the Card Warriors. So it's a collectible card game in Kakarot. Um, huh. They also did the... Because uh, the Resurrection F was the God mode. Or not God, uh, Super Saiyan Blue. That wasn't God. Yeah. God was Red. Uh, Red came well, out in April. The name of Super Saiyan Blue is Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> how many how many times can you say Super Saiyan? I'm gonna be honest. In one title. A lot. I have not. I. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I have not played Kakarot. Oh no! It's I. I don't actually know when I played it last. Oh dear! I think I've lost them. I was like, okay. Yeah, that, that's gonna be good. Hang on, I I God. I lost you guys. Where'd you lose us? Uh, I was saying when I, the last time I played Kakarot was a hot minute ago. It was a hot and minute I ago, and I mean, yeah, same thing for me. But the the new card game stuff and the uh, the dual set of awakened powers, so the God mode and the Super Saiyan God mode. God, that's so much. You know what? I'm just going to call it blue. God just mode and blue. blue. Yeah. And um, golden Frieza. Yep. Golden Frieza is included in that. So that's, that is interesting. Um, I'm not sure if they did a story for it, though. I think it's just that you can get those new powers, but it, there's no new story added to it. There that. is something there. I've watched the cutscenes, at least for a boss fight with Frieza. Yeah, you know okay. what? They do... They do the full movie storyline because you also get to do the Z fighters taking on the Frieza Force. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. I, I, I was curious about that when I first saw it. I was like, did they just throw it in? Like, hey, you can be these things now. Or did they actually do that? So they actually they put it all in. That's good. At least from what the trailers look like. Right. Well, something to look into, I guess. I know I have the DLC because I have the I season don't think pass. I, so. Actually, I don't think I do. I don't think I picked it up. But, I mean, I'm still... I don't even think I've finished the Ouch. Saiyan okay, arc I've, yet. I've at least done the Saiyan arc. You'll... I'm only if you five end hours up, into the If game. you end up with the new DLC, though, you'll get it whenever you get to it. Like, it won't be confusing. Or yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah... Basically, playing through DBZ Kakarot, you know, you know, not watching the show. What are you talking about? Like years. only a couple months prior, like, you saw the entire Abridge. <laughs> oh, that's right. We watched that Helsing Abridge. DBZ Abridge. Well, go watch DBZ. Yeah, go we watch, watch some of DBZ. of DBZ Abridge. Get your laughs, and then you'll know exactly what's going on. Also, that was. T you'll that know was exactly what's going ago. on. It's fine. It's fine. Yep. No, wait, no, that was only a year ago. That's right. Because 
Yeah, because we did that, and then like two <laughs> weeks later, I stabbed myself in the head. That's yeah, your that's your reference. Yeah, that's your reference point now. I mean, it is a reference point. It was a, it was a large <laughs> event in my life. This well, is a major I have a life-changing that... moment for him. I stabbed. I mean, my I can't head. really. I can't really blame him because one of my reference points for things is the day of the solar eclipse. So, which was the last time I went to the emergency room before I sliced my hand the other day. What is with you people and slicing your hands open? See, she can't give me shit. Yes, I can. Give me shit anymore. I sliced my hand, but I didn't no, require any surgery to fix it. You st you still sliced your hand. I feel yep, like that is a small I didn't need any pick. physical therapy either. Nope, nope. Still judging. You can judge all you like, but I still uh, didn't hurt myself as much as him. Yep, I didn't nope. do it over call. Still being judged. This has gotten very off topic. Hey, Twy, what have you playing been right playing? Now. And I'm probably going a little overboard in the fact that I don't know how to get off this island, so I'm killing everyone in this fort. Good lord, you've just gone full murder hobo on Fort George. <laughs> yeah. I I don't blame you. I fucking hate Fort Joy. I hate that place with a passion. It can I mean, die in a considering fire. it was called like Reaper's Eye, it doesn't have the best reputation. It was the as far as I can tell, it was the fort for the Lich King. Baby. I don't know. I wasn't paying a super but lot yes. of attention the last but time. But yes, I was annoyance makes Divinity. it so I am killing everyone in this fort. And I can do that now because I am twice anyone's level. That's how long I've been running around this dang island. Yeah. You did the thing that Chi said I should we should do when I played with her, and I didn't listen because I just wanted to what, get on level and up murder and then murder everybody? No, just level grind Fort Joy until you have no problems dealing with any of the. Uh, I don't know. I got into trouble with the whole. I think she was a pestilence witch. She got in control of a dragon, and I had trouble with her because she kept summoning a ton of enemies to fight for her. Huh. I had to look up how to beat her. But I mean, you're enjoying. Divinity, yeah, but. Right? To a point. It's kind of a game that I got because I couldn't play Baldur's Gate. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Yeah, hey, it let me play longer funny. than 11 hours. That's what Baldur's Gate did. It there let me play go. 11 hours and then it stopped working. Which brings up the question of why, because I I don't think Baldur's Gate is much more taxing. I don't than know. Divinity. Could be just that, just that Divinity is actually a I mean, finished game. I know game. Divinity is an older game, but that could be. Which I do believe we said yes, the first time you had issues with it. <laughs> no. It was making it any less annoying that it stopped that it stopped being an issue, or it started being an issue hours and hours after I could re return it. Yeah, no, that is that is very irritating. Did you guys know they added a Battle Royale to Age of Empires 2? What? No. Yeah, they added Battle Royale to Age I of mean, Empires 2 Definitive Edition. Wait, yeah. Civ 6 has a battle royale? Like, yep. with the closing circle and everything? It's it's. I think it's supposed to be, like, post-nuclear holocaust, and you're trying to get to the last clean zone to get off the planet. What's weird is that I'm killing everyone in this fort, and yet one of the huh. 
the Magisters has now turned on their ally- their allies and started killing them instead. Don't question it. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, don't question that. Just let them do their thing. Um, but yeah, any anybody else got anything else for the games, one we've been playing? Nothing else. I mean, I've gone through a little bit of my other library, like Second Extinction and whatnot, but nothing new. Yeah. I, I picked up a bunch of stuff before Extra Life, and I just haven't gotten around to it. Like, I picked up the Terminator game, Phantom Doctrine. I picked up one game called Bright Memory. Uh, Only thing I've read about it, it's really pretty, and it's actually pretty good. It's just stupid short. Ah. Yeah, that's that, uh, that's that game that was the tech show piece at the Xbox event, because they're doing a, a version of it called Bright Memory Infinite. Yeah. It's developed by a single dude, and yeah, he focused a lot on the graphics, and it got such notoriety that Epic Games itself came in and helped him out and gave him a new version of UDK and everything. Yep. And it's definitely a very gorgeous game. Like, Very pretty. This is all done by one guy? Wow. Yeah, using the built-in editor functions... Like, all the ease-of-use bullshit that's in Unreal. Like, the dude is a walking commercial for UDK. (laughs) I I guess. I mean, good for him. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, yeah. But, uh, all right. We're gonna... We're gonna take a short break here. Roll some promos this week. I know we didn't do that last week, but we're going to roll some promos. We'll be right back, and yeah, Yeah. we'll get on with the show. Don't go nowhere. Hey, everyone. It's Anton, host of the Discount Podcast. Look, man, monies can suck a lot. The weekend's over. You got to go back to work. Maybe you can't stand your coworkers, which is likely. Whatever the case may be, we can help you make your Monday just a little bit better. Check out our show, The Discount Podcast, where we talk about nonsense and anything and everything. It's always fun, it's not always politically correct, and it's just us. So tune in and let us make the start every week not suck quite so much. Available wherever you can listen to podcasts. New episodes up every Monday. Discount Podcast, the DP. You didn't expect it, but you might like it. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Hey, I'm Lucas, the host of Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Join me and friends each week as I discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real life conversations that all can find relatable. New episodes bring new guests and new topics and release every Friday. More content can be found on Wonder Soul's YouTube and Twitch channels. Stay up to date and connect with Wonder Soul through social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram. And we hope that you enjoy Wonder Soul wherever you listen to podcasts. So do good and take care. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Hope you guys enjoyed those promos. Go check out those shows because they're awesome. Because <laughs> they're good awesome. people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, whatever promo reels I run in the middle of this are people I, are shows I I've actually had conversations easy. with. So, unless I ran a promo for Discount <laughs> Podcast, fuck those guys. Why do we got beef with them this week? He always has beef with them. Because it's their 100th ep- Because it was their 100th episode, and I just feel like I need <laughs> to give them shit. 
while also congratulating them on it. That's fair. Good enough for me. So, Light, you had something you wanted to oh, bring up. Oh, yeah. So, Microsoft has been buying a lot of studios. Yes, mm -hmm. we've known about this for a and while. And they recently had their big Bethesda acquisition. Uh, well, now, I believe it was Wall Street Journal. Could have been somebody else. Somebody's reporting. They bought Wall Street Journal? Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, somebody... My God. Somebody must st somebody needs to stop them. Somebody's reporting that even after the uh Bethesda Zenimax deal, like Microsoft still got some depth in their pockets. And they've been in contact with multiple sources from a variety of Japanese game developers who are all saying, Yeah, we're having talks with Microsoft about potentially buying them. And the big one is the one that came out even before uh, Bethesda, the potential that Microsoft might buy Sega. I vaguely oh recall really? that. Yeah, I, I brought it up. Yeah, no, I remember that too. Now yeah, it was around the end of summer. It. And like I said, it was before they acquired ZeniMax. So, uh, an interesting tidbit on that one is that Sammy Soft, so I don't know if you know, but the company's been Sega Sammy for a long time now. Um, Sammy Soft is actually right. looking to uh, get rid of Sega. They're looking to part ways with Sega. Hmm. Yeah. Didn't know and, that. Um, and if it's Sega, I'm just bringing this up because this is the most likely. And if it's Sega, then, yeah, you, you can have multiple developers from different development studios coming to, say, Microsoft, when it's really just one company that they're eyeing. And that allows them to stay anonymous and all that, because you don't want to fuck up the deal. But so, so that's all the potential. But I got to think, what are some other studios that Microsoft could potentially be eyeing up, right? And right. I thought about it real hard, and I did a minor amount of Googling uh, to refresh my memory on certain studios. And I've come up with a little list with a couple that are pie in the sky, but I'll save them for last. But of uh, possibilities that Microsoft could buy, and I wanted to run it by you guys. All right. Okay, go so, for it. First and foremost is Sega. And uh, I was even going to mention the developer Atlas until I did a cursory search on them and realized that they're a Sega studio. But the Sega one, I just want to say, this is my final thing on it before I move on to other names. I just want to say I like it because of, in my mind, this whole Microsoft is actually buying studios solely to appease all the wrongdoing to Obsidian. So, like, while they allowed Obsidian to make a spiritual successor to New Vegas um, with Outer Worlds, and they're doing that other, that uh, that Skyrim first-person fantasy game, 
they still went out and bought Bethesda yeah. so that if they ever want to do a legit Fallout or Elder Scrolls game, they can. And <laughs> then they buy Sega so that Obsidian can finally get the IP of Alpha Protocol back. They're just bringing back all the great classics that never really got their shot. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft is literally spending $6 billion to appease Obsidian Entertainment. That's my fantasy world. But anyway. An actual possibility, uh, Koei Tecmo. I can kind of see that. Hmm. Okay. Sounds... Yeah, and it sounds cool. like... Uh, it sounds like they wouldn't get the Koei part. They'd just buy Tecmo. Um, at least from how the company's set up. And for anybody who doesn't know, Tecmo does Dead or Alive, Dynasty Warriors, and Ninja Gaiden. Uh, well, well, that, I mean... Go ahead. That would get Ninja Gaiden returning to yeah, us. So yeah, it's, it's real dope. interesting because... Uh, oh, why can't I think of his name now? Tomonobu Itagaki, the Tommy Wiseau of the gaming sphere. Um, <laughs> Always good when you have to describe somebody as the Tommy Wiseau of gaming. It's not inaccurate. I know. But anyway, uh, he had a good relationship with Xbox. He's the reason that DOA 3 was an exclusive why they did extreme beach volleyball why ninja gaiden came out exclusively on the xbox and they uh damn extreme volleyball yeah which morphed into just extreme boob simulator which is hilarious because that's the motherfucker the same dude who came up with individual jiggle physics (laughs) is the same dude who got mad when a nude patch was modded to the first extreme beach volleyball yep How dare you? But but you gave up. No, you weren't supposed to use it like that. Bad players. When they made one of the uh, Dead or Alive games, they have a ninja chick in it. And one of the things they had was the fact that underneath the clothing was a properly rendered nude body. Yeah, it was like it had the nipples and everything. It was like, yeah. Are you sure yeah. you're not confusing that with Taki from Soul Calibur? No, it wasn't. It wasn't Taki from Soul Calibur. It was a DOA mm-hmm. game. Okay, because she has a nipple and jiggle physics. Yeah, and I was uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, yeah, they're they're yeah the. I, I would almost say it's hypocritical. You put out a game like this where they're basically wearing g-strings and nipple pasties and you're mad that someone made a nude patch like come on dude all they did is color over your bikini with a flesh tone and suddenly they're nude like you weren't you weren't covering much up to begin with yeah you weren't (laughs) subtle about this and that is a wild story in itself uh itagaki is no longer with team ninja he hasn't been with them for a long time but Again, still, there is a history with Microsoft there. Uh, another one, Arc System Works. Uh, not one I know. Blaz Blue and Guilty Gear fighting game series. Yeah, I'm not super fan. And recently yeah, Dragon Blast Ball Fight. Just... Ah. I'm just... uh, 
Yeah, but Fighters is good, so I could see them. But that's a possible one that I thought would be an interesting get. That's not the last time that fighting games are going to come into this. I mean, I know DOA in that last one, but I wasn't even thinking of that at first. I was strictly on Ninja Gaiden. Um, the biggest thing I can think of, if Sony wanted yeah. to counter that, though, buy Capcom, remake Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Yeah. Done. Did Okay, speaking of Marvel vs. Capcom 2, did you see Michael B. Jordan's yes. like, no, yes, bring that to PS5? That's why I thought about it. It was like, if Sony did do that if they were like hey capcom don't work with us let us remake marvel versus capcom 2 again and you know keep it as it was and just make it better we'll give you some money because we yeah. know you're really short on that give it the street fighter treatment give it the street fighter treatment where you Keep the same classic gameplay, but make the graphics, like, super cel-shaded and weird. Let's not make weird. it 3D. Let's keep it cel-shaded. No. Well, Street Fighter V wasn't 3D. It was still cel-shaded. But the mods were 3D. Three Fighter four more. Yeah. That, that's no, what I'm that's saying. Fine. Don't give it the 3D treatment. Keep it the keep it the core 2D. I don't, I don't need those weird-looking faces. Anyway, um, it just looks weird. I'm sorry. Another fun get that's in the realm of possible, uh, Platinum game. I thought yeah. they already owned Platinum. What no, if they, if they made... did Platinum wouldn't have been to able remember. to have. Hmm. Okay. Platinum no. is the Devil May Cry guys. I mean, yes, but no, they don't make yes. Devil May Cry, but it's the creators of Devil May Cry. Bayonetta. Yeah, they do Bayonetta. Yeah, they're the Bayonetta, Vanquish, Devil May Cry, Metal Gear um, Rising, Metal Gear Rising. They've done some other ones. Mario oh, yeah, Tomata? like the Wonderful One Hundred One. Astro Chain. No. What was what was the one with the chick with the white hair and the blindfold? That that yeah. was nearer. That's near Platinum. Armada, yeah. I don't yeah, think that was platinum. platinum. Is it platinum? Yeah. Really? Absolutely, that's platinum. Uh, they were also going to do that sweet. Uh... No, that was Square. Oh yeah, Square Enix. Yeah, they're a dev, not a publisher. Yeah. Um, they uh, I know. they were also they had a game that they were doing for the Xbox One. That got scale bound. Scale yeah. bound. And, uh, yeah, dope. The story behind that's wild. Um, I think we've talked about it before, on, but they, on uh, yeah, they split amicably with Microsoft after that. So, like, it wouldn't, it's, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possible. Uh, another interesting one, one that would, that would, you know, raise my eyebrow in the same way Platinum would, uh, Grasshopper Manufacturing. That is Suda51 sto uh, Studio, the studio behind Killer7, No More Heroes, etc. The weird guys. Mad World? No. Wait, no. Mad World was Platinum, I think. Yeah. Yes. Also a great game. Mad World, yeah. Can't get footage of it on YouTube. I mean, 
you can, but it's shitty footage from people filming their Wii. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't find like really? a like a proper review or trailer or anything. I didn't I'd do a lot of coaching to be fair, but still. Wait, um, did I make a TMNT game? Okay. Yes. They also made a Which Transformers one? game. A good one. It's a fighting game. Ah. Hmm. So it was well. Actually, I didn't. I did not, not hate the, War for Cybertron. I was just going to say it's not the War that. for Cybertron games. Everybody loves those. Yeah. The Platinum game is not loved like that is, but they take a lot of inspiration from uh, Gen One, and uh, uh, you know it's Platinum doing a fighting game. Yeah. It's one of their. It's one of their 8 out of 10 games, though, not their 10 out of 10. Yeah, and then the TMNT one was kind of universally Um, received. Level 5, the developers of Nino Kuni, depending on where Microsoft wants to go. Personally, I see them going more for a Platinum Games, but since they bought... uh, uh, what tim schaefer studio double fine that's why i put grasshopper on because they're like the double fine of japan um and then the final one before i start going wild with my last four but the final one that's in the realm of possibility that would be mind-blowing for the internet from soft that would be interesting that would be considering they have two games that are mm-hmm. exclusive to PS5. Well, the Demon Souls remake is not them. I know, but I'm, I'm yeah. just talking about Demon but, Souls. Yeah, they've general. they've stayed mostly on that platform, and they had Bloodborne, which is absolutely like Sony owns that IP. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that that would be interesting, not only for the the Soulsborne. Uh, obsession that everybody has now and microsoft getting that but because to me it gives us the opportunity they did uh they did sekiro to show that they can still do fast-paced ninja games so it gives an opportunity to revive an old og xbox from software title uh otogi myth of the demon why do i remember that game I don't know. It was once demoed for the original Xbox, briefly. And to this date, it is the most time I've ever spent on a From Software game, and I fucking love that game. Apparently it has a sequel. Did FromSoft make it? Or a sequel was There might be an Otogi 2. There's also a chance that there's an Otogi 2 that's a Japan exclusive. It was a weird timing game. Huh. But I do I, know I remember that seeing this game Otogi, like on shelves. Yeah, I I never owned it, but I always wanted to. I think it's backwards compatible as well. Hmm. Uh, maybe. I believe it is. All right, you ready for the pie in the sky ones? Sure. Now again, go for it. Depending on Microsoft on what they want to drop. All of these are possible. These are just ones I find to be highly unlikely. All right. 
Kojima production. They are currently okay. an independent studio. Think of the clout that you get. Like that's a that's a developer you buy strictly for the name. And honestly, Sony published pick, Death picking Stranding. them up. Yeah, picking them up would give Microsoft the in for the Japanese market. Yeah. For the world is, market. Yeah. I mean, that is a game where, or that is a studio where the first game that they pitched was Death Stranding. He was never shy about what Death Stranding was. Everybody saw Death Stranding and all the producers agreed, yes, we will throw money at you to make this a PlayStation exclusive. And all the gamers agreed, yes, we will give you our money to own that game. Walking Simulator. And that made as much of a splash culturally as Avatar did. Are we talking Airbender? No, Blue People. Because it was the biggest thing when it dropped until it dropped and the next day nobody talked about it. (laughs) Um, Because it was Walking Simulator. Yeah. But that is definitely a studio you own for the uh for the, for name. the name yeah um after that capcom uh sony doesn't have the money to buy capcom they do at least not playstation division uh they do have the money to do what you did if capcom would get their head out of their ass and do marvel vs. capcom 2 instead of constantly rejiggering MVC. But let's not forget they also would get Resident Evil, Dino Crisis, Mega Man. Yeah, Mega Man. Fucking, yeah. Can, can we can we get lot. a new Mega Man that's not AIDS? Please? Their last one was good, right? 11. What? I, I thought 11 I didn't, was So good. I didn't yeah. pick up 11. Like, so I, so I haven't they... checked out Mega Man X 11. Or, when... Sorry, it wasn't even X. It was just Mega Man 11. Yeah. That's right. They uh, just went back to Mega Man. Yeah. It was like KGE Nafune, I think, is the dude that did Mega Man. He went off and he tried to do that Mighty Number no. 9 or whatever. Yeah. Mighty Number no. 9. That crashed and burned so hard that Capcom was like, oh, people do want this. And they made a good Mega Man. Yeah. It, it was basically the exact opposite of what happened to Koji Igarashi. Yeah. Where Koji went off, it was like, you won't let me make Castlevania? Fine. I'll make my own Castlevania with tits and animes. And it was a hit. (laughs) And everybody universally went, yes, this is great. Which is exactly how it was supposed to go with Mega with Mighty Number Nine, but Yep. Uh anyway, but yeah, so Capcom, that would be a huge buy. That would be that's definitely Sega tier as far as like what you get. Um, yeah. After that, this one, they would have to be spending Bethesda level money for this one, but Square Enix. It, yeah. That one I, I don't I see I happening. I personally don't see it happening. Square, while they're not explicitly owned by Sony, has a very close relation with them. They're yeah, Sony they are, loyal. 
there there they is are loyal a real to Sony. strong history there and i think like the last time they got really involved with xbox was what final fantasy 13 uh and laura croft yeah. yeah well and that's the thing laura croft was a universal game that was already a universally known game everyone knew what it was but the final yes no laura croft and the right? guardian of light the xbox exclusive oh god that yeah the fuck that game one was it? yeah that was but, the top down one but you can say no, fuck that um, game but the point is they got an exclusive laura croft game and they got a timed exclusive on the next tomb raider yeah, but I That's again, true, I don't did. like Square with its core IPs. Yeah, they know that like PlayStation is their market, and the biggest part of PlayStation is the Japanese market, and Sony still runs the market there. Yeah. Um. Again, these are the pie in the sky, most unlikely. But still yeah. in the realm of possibility. Like, I didn't put something down like the Pokemon company because they literally, game they Freaks. are a subsidiary, the Pokemon company. Uh, yeah, wasn't that Game Freaks? Yeah, it, it's complicated, though. But um, but anyway, the Pokemon company is technically a subsidiary of Nintendo, and yet they are so big. Uh, it is such a massive media franchise that they get listed separately as far as uh profitable uh publishers like nintendo is number one in japan but the pokemon company is number four um and yeah and no other publisher even though the pokemon company only publishes one type of game no other publisher has one of their subsidiaries listed On a just well, I have my biggest stop you here, so it's fine for just a second. That's we'll save that for a moment. Do you all remember? You all are familiar with harmonics, yes? Yeah, like the Guitar Hero people. Their new their new game just came out. Wait, they were putting out a new game. They have. Yeah. It's called Fuser. It's a DJ simulator. Yeah, they've done a couple rhythm and music games in the interim. Yeah, but it it like soft dropped. Like I remember seeing a trailer about for this, and then oh, see, never I never heard, heard anything, anything about, about, any about of the it. games that they've worked on since the last Rock Band. No, I I specifically remember. Maybe it wasn't a trailer. I saw hmm. an article about this. And it looked interest, hmm. like it looked fun, but like no one's heard of harmonics in God knows how long, and now they're back, and they're continuing with well, again, like they the have DJ been shit. Other games. I know. I'm just Strange, saying. I'm curious what weird ass controller just they've saying. made this time. I don't Mm-mm. think that's the thing. It it doesn't have oh, a God. controller. No, they don't do peripherals anymore because that shit don't sell. <laughs> True. Yeah. I'm guessing this is... So you know those games where, like, 
you know, you hit the button and then you draw on the drawing tablet to the little points. Has anybody seen those or is going, going crazy? Or uh, Osu. You I just... Yeah. 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 It might play like that or it might play yeah. like the Hatsune Miku games. I don't know. I'll 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 update once I find out okay. more about the game. Anyway, light, your big reveal. Sorry, okay. I need this to say that. This is one where I I just think that this is the most unlikely one. Although I do have a way that it happens. Um and it's also would be the most it would be a Bethesda level acquisition. Konami game division. Konami. <laughs> they are not making yeah, money off of I that division. It. And as part of the deal, you say that they're allowed to still utilize the IP for Pachinko and gambling machines. It's just that you will have the games. Like, they will not make any new game. That way they're... Because we know that that's not where they make their money. We know that they're not making money. And then, boom. Uh, suddenly, we have the potential to see life breathe back into the Konami IP. We're talking Metal Gear, Contra, and Silent Hill. Silent Hill. That Microsoft buys Konami. The next week, they're like, and yeah. we partnered with Kojima Productions to bring you Silent Hills. It's like, wait, what? Turns out it's a multiplayer shooter. <laughs> God damn it. I mean, you you said Silent with Hills. With loot boxes. Plural. Oh. That that was the name of the Speaking game of with Silent, Silent Hills. Hills. Wait, I already brought that up. <laughs> oh. Yeah. What, the PT thing? Yeah. You brought that up last week. Yeah, because I was going to bring this up last week. I just didn't write down all the studios. That's fair. But, not, I mean, all of those are possible. Hell, I mean, I'd even take Sony picking some of those up. I would Someone like to see Microsoft up. pick up a good one. And then Sony decide, fuck, we're going to have to spend money on something and buy a different good one. Even though I hate exclusives. Like, if, if Microsoft wasn't doing yeah, their whole... You know, for the gamer, game anywhere, game pass, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, everywhere from your phone to your PC to your Xbox console game. If they weren't in that kind of mode, I, I, right. I'd be pissed at most of their acquisitions. Yeah, but they're doing the game anywhere mode. Also, if they weren't doing their game anywhere mode, I'd be buying fucking, I would have bought a Series X. For Halo. Again. No. No. I cut out, didn't I? We're just not surprised. Oh. Yeah. Y'all were just. <laughs> you want us to say to that? Yeah. Oh, the fact that Nothing you can game on your PC right now means stating... that you want to keep gaming on your PC. What? 
If you didn't this have your insanity. PC, you'd just go with the second cheapest option? No way. I know. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking and insanity. Anyway, anybody else have I, anything I have else a couple this week? random things. Uh, go ahead, Control. Sorry. Oh, no, I was saying I got nothing. Oh, okay. I got a random... Yeah, I got nothing I got else, a so... random bit because it wouldn't be an episode if I didn't discuss hardware. Uh, because one thing I like to do is talk about no. things I don't understand. Um, <laughs> Wasn't that the whole point of the original show? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of idiots. Well, it's all bullshit. Yeah. Two idiots talk <laughs> about things they don't understand. Um, so I brought up the, the Switch Pro, but mostly so I could keep trying to poison the universe with the thought of it being a dock-only console, right? So right. one thing I didn't bring up is they, for the, for the original Switch, they use a Tegra X1, which is about as powerful as a PS3. But then it was tweaked to be like super power uh, conservative or whatever. And then even beyond that, they downclocked it from what an X1 can actually do. So it's always crazy what it can pull off. And somehow for their next revision, they're talking about 4K graphics. And I was thinking about it. And what I think they're going to do is uh, uh, use maybe like a Tegra X2, but have this one tweaked. Because it seems like what they do is they wait for it to be out for a while till the price goes down, and then they get the you know remodeled version. And Nvidia, I yeah. imagine if they tweak an X2, it'll you know use architecture and shit of an X3, which doesn't exist yet, but whatever. Um, and I think that they'll add in their uh, their little AI cores for DLSS. And that's how we end up with quote-unquote 4K for a Switch. Fake 4K? Well, DLSS is a pretty groundbreaking technology. It's enough that, that despite the fact that AMD doesn't have a solution yet, Microsoft put one in the Series X. Um, like extra compute units to serve this function. And what it allows it to do is to render internally at a lower resolution, but display it at a higher. And in a lot of cases, it looks better than RAW 4K, and it's not nearly as crippling to a GPU. Huh. Yeah, uh, Digital Foundry has tons of stuff on this, of course. Um, but yeah, the... If you're interested in it, look look up their video on DLSS and Control or any other game that has, like, ray tracing and shit. But, um, but it massively frees up a, a GPU. I think that that technology would be what they utilize. Because you figure if it can broadcast in 720p or 1080p, 720p is a per perfect quarter of 4K or some shit. Okay. And so yeah. it scales better, yeah. And so internally, the card, hmm. just, they just I need mean, a card that does better yeah. 720p, which would be easy for them at this point. And then all of a sudden, they're broadcasting at 4K. 
And yep. there you go. Bob's your uncle. And then the uh, their new screen is going to use mini LEDs. Allegedly. And that is just the the low power consumption of LCD screens with the better viewing angle of almost OLED screens. Right. Or OLED. Right. I don't know how you guys say it. Either but way. But that's all. That's all I got. That's it. All right. Very well. Thanks for listening, everybody. You want to know the stuff we do on the internet? Check the description below. And we'll see you next week. And also, if it wasn't clear already, congratulations to the Discount Podcast on their 100th episode. Also, fuck you guys. Bye. Oh, yeah. Get, Take care, folks. Peace.